welcome to Series 1, Episode 37 of Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I'm your wife and player, Diana. How are you doing, my darling? I'm good. Today was uh, an interesting day. It is a day that I both look forward to and dread every year for the last seven years. I do a thing. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very Portuguese. I'm very Portuguese. And what I mean by that is my parents are Portuguese and also I'm a Portuguese citizen. And my dad's, like, crazy into being Portuguese. He's also very Catholic. And he does this thing where he voluntolds me for things. Like, he volunteers me for things and then tells me that I have to do the things. I, we know the, the portmanteau voluntold. So my dad does this thing. And one of the things... So the hometown, my hometown has a festival, a music festival every year. And our church is very, very fortunate in that they get to be the Catholic church that blesses the event. And there is a mass. And there is usually a multicultural event following the mass because it is a multicultural mass. It's in Spanish, English, and Portuguese, which is very exciting. Blah, blah, blah. My dad volunteers me for this multicultural event. So I dance. I do Portuguese folk dancing with my dad, who's almost 65 I'm very close to 30, and my daddy still tells me what to do. (laughs) And today was the day. Today was the day where I did the math and I did the dancing. And there are about three days a year where I know that I'm going to be dancing, regardless of whether or not my dad has told me yet that I'm dancing. I know I'm dancing because I know he'll sign me up for it. And today was one of those days. And what it brought to me was just appreciating my culture and appreciating my people and whatever... My people, however your people look like, just appreciate your people. Appreciate where you came from. Appreciate where you're going. Appreciate how you label yourself. Just appreciate it. Because it's fun to take part in your community, whatever that community is. Like your RPG community or like your Portuguese community. That's my message for this day. Good, good message. I did that message. (laughs) I did it. It was very nice. I, was, I, I have nothing to add. I was so to Portuguese. That. Yeah, I. Uh, so Portuguese. Yeah, you missed out on it this year. I did. I missed it this year. First time in ever. Seven, yeah, first time ever. I yeah, think. First time ever. I can't remember the last time I missed it. But let's you know, let's get back to celebrating our cultures and our communities, like the RPG community, and like Sound, who's found her community of murderers. Of murderers. That's that sounds community. That sounds community. Murderers. Yeah, so do you want to do you remember where we left off? Yes, we did very little and that was my fault. I oh, just we, feel like we needed to prepare. It was fine. But we so we got the group all together at uh Segunda station. You always have to have like a housekeeping session. Yeah. Like before the stuff gets big, yeah. you have to like take stock of your Equipment and we were literally taking stock in the episode. Like that's literally what we did. Is we took we took stock and mm-hmm. I slept, which was very exciting for Sal. She has not done that in a while. Um, restored some of my HP. Lo- leveled up my luck because let's be honest, that's my most important stat. And it's a very good stat. It is my most important one. I use it all the time. And uh, you know, I've got two of my love interests or three. I haven't quite decided if Sophia is a love interest yet. I keep going back and forth. Sophia has a significant other. I don't think... Sophia does, but we never said that she wasn't polyamorous. I mean, that's and true. We never, and we never established that I wasn't bisexual or other 
denominator? That's a math term. Denominator? That's not the word. (laughs) What's the word? Orientation? I guess. Isn't there a a word that begins with D? Why did I go to denominator? I have no idea. All right. Well, whatever. We never really established what sound was. She just loves love and people and flirting. She really likes flirting. But anyway, so there's two love interests. and At least two. At least two. At least two love interests. At least two love interests. Um, And we are going to rescue... One more while also rescuing a town that is definitely held hostage because of me. Super fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you uh, got your crew together and you guys uh, you started carrying out uh, a lot of the supplies from the armory room into the main pub. Yes. Uh, and started laying them out. I think as you were doing this, other of the city guard members started waking up. Uh, I think you had initially started doing this with... I did it with... um, Mourinho and uh, Pat? Yes. I think. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think Duarte gets up. Uh, I think, like, Omen gets up. It's getting to a point where people are rested Mm -hmm. and waking up. Okay. The pub now looks like a battle station there's just weapons uh supplies armor all kinds of stuff just kind of laying out throughout this pub yeah i here's what i would like to do i want to take stock of the laboratory see if there's any like stink bombs or actual bombs or smoke bombs or Mm -hmm. i don't know what people do in laboratories i just keep going to bomb so there's that i want to do that at some point but i would also like a weapon i know how to use and maybe some armor because i don't have any and i do get hit a lot so if i can find that I will do a discern realities if I have to. I don't know that that's really what this is. Uh, I think instead what we'll be doing is the market roll, I believe. Ooh, the I think market that makes move. Sense. Except I don't. We're not buying things. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we honestly I'll move it. I'll use yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I'll use it. But no, I think it just has what you need. What is it that you're looking for? I'm looking for armor that I that one will fit me, and that's not too heavy. Mechanically, I'm looking for something that gives me plus one armor. I'm not looking for, like, plus seven armor. You know what I mean? Like, I just need a little something. Well, I think leather armor won't have the clumsy tag. So anything else that you take is going to be clumsy. Right. Uh, leather and chainmail is neither have clumsy, but they're both the same thing. All right. Yeah, I think I go for some chainmail if it's available You're taking to some chainmail? Yeah, if it's available to me. All right, yeah. I think that, yeah, there's chainmail. There are chainmail sets. Does that give me a plus one? Yes. Okay. Um, I also am looking for a freaking rapier. Uh, yeah, there is one. Yes. Finally um, start using my strongest stat. You just had a normal rapier before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's one of those. Um, I would also like a crossbow, which I kind of had. All right. In that case, I think we're going to need to make sure that your weight is fine, which I think it should be. It is. It, it is? What is your load? What's your max load? I can have a max load of 17, and I have... Oh, a, Jesus. And I have a load of... Yeah, it's 7 plus strength. My strength is a, is a 10 now. Okay. Yeah. You, oh, wait. No, it's not strength. It's my modifier. 7 Damn plus it. STR. Damn it. So it's 7. I messed it up. Okay. So that sounds up. more... Re- that sounds more... I'm so mad at myself. More right. Let me Let me do this. I have one wiggle room. How much is a crossbow? A crossbow is three. <laughs> a rapier is one. And chainmail is one. Did you yeah, count I count, the chainmail? Yeah, I, I counted the chainmail and the rapier. Okay. Is there another weapon that's one weight? You could carry a bow. Can I carry the, carry the arrows for the bow? 
Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I leave the money if there is a weapon for two weight. I mean, a bow, a hunting bow plus a bundle of arrows together are two weight. I do that. And I leave my money. And I'm taking a bow. Not a crossbow, which would be better because it's cooler. Where, where are you putting the money? I'm just going to leave it here. Okay. I'm going to lose that money. I know I'm not going to have that money anymore. Okay. I leave it with someone special. I leave it with Mama Min. Mama Min's not coming to war with us. You think uh, Mama Min's going to stay in Segunda Station? I don't know where she's going to go, but I leave it with her. I think she. I believe that she would keep it safe for me. Either her or um, Flora and Gilberto. They'd, any one of them would keep my money safe. Yeah, I guess you do have a few elderly at this point. Mm-hmm. Mama Min's not elderly, but she's not exactly in fighting, fighting shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gilberto and Flor are very uneasy around uh, the Mama Min's, the Hom. Mm-hmm. I think as uh, Marshiri and Omen and uh, Mama Min are kind of like going about throughout the pub, Gilberto and Flora are kind of like shooting them side eye, are very uncomfortable. I mean, we can role play me having a conversation with them. I mean, I don't know if this is the time that you want to do it. I just well, want to... But I think, so maybe, we don't have to role play it, but, like, I would, I think I would notice. I would hope that I would notice. I would hope that Constantine would notice. And, like, take the time and be like, listen, they're good people and everything that you've heard is wrong and this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. You know what I mean? Because I don't know that they would have been there for that part of, the, like, I don't think I would have explained all of that mm-hmm. to everyone before when I explained what we were all doing together. Yeah. I don't know if... I mean, if you want to get into it, I don't know how well they would just kind of accept that. I don't really feel like we need to roleplay this because I feel like I could get real... Here's the thing. I feel like I could get real heated about it, but we haven't done very much because I keep getting into arguments with people. <laughs> so... <laughs> let's... Can we, can we just say how this is going to go? I'm going to be like... Listen, this is what's up, and they're good people, and I'm the one who fought the last Noel, and he was a jerk, but they're not jerks, and they're really nice, and they've saved my life, and I think you need to give them a chance. And they're going to be like, no, we don't like them, because they're different. And I'm going to be like, listen, you old, close-minded people, be cool. But I'm going to do it in a really respectful way, and then we're not going to get anywhere. Both sides will feel unsatisfied by the conversation. Nothing will have changed, but everyone will be polite. End of role play. That's what would happen. Yeah, but I kind of feel like the point of these is to have scenes of roleplay. <laughs> and I didn't really get to have any last week because you just... I just did the things. Yeah. We can roleplay this. No, do you, do you I think you're right. That's about how it goes. Do you that's... Wa- I mean, maybe they nope, won't surprise you. Nope, that's fine. Flora might surprise you. Nope, we don't need scenes. <laughs> that's fine. Because you're right. That is pretty much how it would go. I mean, it's not an interesting scene. I'm not super interested in having it. Okay. Other than, yeah, them just being awkward and problematic. But I do think Gilberto is kind of like, um, I don't know. I think he is frustrated that his son has been taken for this. And I think that's, like, I think that's the one thing that he wants, like, to voice. That he's... In the course of that roleplay scene that we didn't have. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just feel like it would go on for the whole episode. No, you're probably right. And then no one would fight. 
I still don't think we're going to get to I think we'll get combat. much closer, though, than okay. if we had that argument. So you're outfitted now. I think everybody else is kind of outfitting themselves. Yeah. I think Marshiri comes up to you, and she lays out the... She gives you the lowdown on what they did while you were gone, mm-hmm. which was they went out, they found a nearby... A merchant that was willing to sell them or let them rent essentially some wagons. Okay. That they have, they have, so they have like two big wagons now mm-hmm. um, that they've hidden a little ways off in an alleyway. So those are ready to go when, when you need them. Okay. Perfect. Which will be good. Hopefully it'll be soon. Like, I'm not a military strategist, and I think I say that, like, you know, like, Consta sounds not a military strategist, and I'm like, I don't know the, what the best plan of attack is, I don't know how to best handle this, but I think we need to make sure that we've got all possible weapons and all possible supplies that would be helpful for this endeavor, for this rescue mission, for both the town and the person, and I think we need to start moving out soon, and I think I direct that to Duarte. Uh, Duarte nods, and he says, uh, We haven't had any updates on the situation in Corpstown since Everistu was taken. So we are totally in the dark right now. If I had to take a guess, uh, the city guard has probably fallen back since the chaos broke out. And I think Zofia uh, is like, um, Did you hear anything about uh, merchant security going into Corpstown? And, like, Pat nods, and she says, yes, they had just kind of, they had just started storming in when we lost contact with everyone. So, this is probably a discern realities role. Okay. If you're trying to make a plan, if you're trying to, like, figure out, like, gather information, make a plan, figure out where, where to go next. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Do I have any sort of advantage where I get to roll three dice? Because that worked out really well last time. No. Oh. Ah. I rolled a four. So, uh, yeah, you I are... none of those questions. Well, you're in the dark, basically. Yeah. Because uh, all info got... All, like... All word got cut off once Everestu got taken mm-hmm. and once the merchant guilds sent in their security. That's pretty much it. Okay. Probably... Who do I think is... Who is, like, more the leader of the group of... The city guard. Is it Duarte or is it Petronelia? I think those two are both leading the charge. I think you've talked to Duarte a lot more because he's close to Evaristo. Okay. But I don't know if either of them are... Both of them are good as leaders of of the crew. I think I pull them both aside then and go, okay, we need to figure out how we are going to not only get all of these weapons and people into the wagons... But also how we're going to get these wagons across town to Corpse Town with with minimal accostation, which is I think a word I made up. I think, <laughs> I I made think that word so up. too. Yeah. Pat kind of like puts her hands on her hips and she's uh, she goes, "Well, the most sensible thing to do would just be to make a dash, make a push straight for." corpse down Mm -hmm. if we can like once we get there we'll be good um it's just a matter of getting down the steps and getting everything to the people there 
and I can't imagine that uh, there's going to be too many city guards outside until we get to the until we get to the stairs. I think I agree with you, and I think since we have all these city guard, it would be smart to maybe disguise this caravan as a caravan going to supply the city guard. Dort nods and he says, "Um, he says there's a good chance that." Masia doesn't know who is MIA uh, with everything that's going on. There's a good chance she wouldn't realize that we've been missing. So I think then our plan is we just go for it until we get to the steps and then we'll kind of assess the situation, maybe re-address our plan, and we go dressed as city guard as much as we can. Hide whoever we can't in the wagons. Uh, Omin says, uh, Omin kind of, like, raises a pot. He goes, I have an idea. Okay. I'm sure those two are like, who are you? What if we go around the wall and come in through the wall in the back of Corpse Town? I think that Sal looks at the group like, yeah, that's a good idea. She's been out of the walls once, and she succeeded in the battle that she had the one time. So she don't know. I think Duarte and Pat kind of exchange the look and then they go uh how are you gonna get through the wall well we haven't explored that lab maybe there's something in there there's an idea why don't you uh i take petronelia mm-hmm. and i take mama men why pat and mama men because i want a lady scene one I just want a bunch of ladies hanging out two petronelia is one of the leaders mm-hmm. she's one of the leaders and mama men knows what could Mama Min knows the um, the gnolls. Just because something isn't harmful to humans doesn't mean it's not harmful to gnolls. Mm-hmm. And I think she would be pretty knowledgeable. I don't know why I think she would be, but I think she would be. She's older. She has more knowledge. Yeah. Was Mama Min in the pub? The last... Do you think? Or do you think she was still in the dorms or somewhere else? She's probably in the pub, right? Yeah. If that's where all the... If that's where her kids are, I think yeah. that's where she is. I think when Omen suggests this, she says, uh, we can't leave the city. And um, Omen kind of, like, rolls his eyes. He's like, I'm sure we would be fine just going along the outside of the wall. Mom Omen is very insistent that the gnolls, that, like, the Hamnas cannot leave uh, the walls of the city. I am trying to remember who I told my dreams to. Marshiri. Only Marshiri? Mm, I'm pretty sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was only Marshiri. I think it was only Marshiri. I think you're right. I think I, uh, why, because I'm assuming that Mama Min and Omen are like going, having like a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I go over to Marshiri and I kind of like elbow her and I go, is this like about my dreams? Like the stuff from my dreams? Marshiri nods, and you you know this. You've had these. You've talked to them about the gnolls yeah. on the outside. Yeah, about her fears. Yeah, Marshiri nods, and she says, um, "Yeah, we have like never left Segaranza. No one we know has ever left Segaranza." So then, how do you know what will happen if you're only out of the walls for a few hours? Uh, she shrugs, and she says, uh, "I don't really. It's just what." we've been told forever well what do you think because oh man will do whatever i tell him to which is such a problem 
It's He's so sweet, but that's such a problem. He shouldn't do whatever I tell him to. And Mama Min's going to be looking out for her kids, obviously. She's going to be much safer about it. What do you think? I think that we should be very careful about breaking tradition. Or rather, ignoring what we've been told. So you don't think that you should leave the walls either? I mean, I'm not very comfortable with it. I think I ask the group, Zofia, like, I, th- I think I take a, couple, a few steps away, and then I ask the group who would know, so, like, Zofia, Marjorie, probably, mm-hmm. how many wagons are there? Uh, there are two. What if we split the group into two? One group that takes a straight, direct route to Corpstown, and one that goes outside the walls. This way, if one of us gets caught, there's still a chance for the other group to get there. And they definitely wouldn't be expecting anybody from outside of the wall to come and help. Dwart nods. He says, um, how would we split up the groups? If it's going to take time to get outside the city walls and then get around. And it's going to take manpower to get through, possibly, to get through the city guard's barricade. I think we need to explore the lab and see if there's anything in there that could help us with either of these things. Because if we can, like, melt the wall, because there's some super cool gel in there that melts things, like, you know, it cuts our time in, like, half. So I think that's, like, step number one. But splitting the groups up, obviously, the mama men's stay with the group inside the wall. I think a lot of the city guard power stays with them as well. There are seven... I already... Yeah, there's seven city guards. Seven city guards. Omin shakes his head and says, there's no way we're going to get through with them posing as city guard. It would make more sense for us to go around the outside. And that sets off Hamna, like, yelling at him again. And then, well, and then, like, I'm... But what if... But what if they're right? What if these legends are right? What if you can't leave? I mean, don't forget that I have encountered a knoll out on the steps, outside the city walls. Was it on the steps? It was yeah. In the city wall. Yeah. It was outside the city walls. I mean, don't forget that I encountered someone out there, and I don't know what I would do if that happened to you, if you started acting like that. He kind of, like, uh, uh, like looks away and snarls a little bit. I'm not saying no. I just don't know what would happen, and I don't know if now is the time to be testing that. But you're right. It's going to be hard to get you through the front lines. So I think those are two basic routes. And I think you can come up with other plans within those routes. Do you want to get to the lab? Yeah. I think maybe those arguments are still happening and I just kind of like put up up my hands. Maybe Marshiri comes with me instead of Mama Min because she's probably arguing with Omen. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Marshiri and Pat, like, I think you see Marshiri like jerk her head down the hall mm-hmm. and she takes you to the to the lab and Pat comes with you guys. Uh, and there are, there's a lot of different things here. There are health potions. There are a few things for like healing uh, debilities. There are, there's alcohol. Like drinking alcohol? Yep. Okay. There is explosives. There are explosives. Okay. And there's some poisons as well. I think I... I think we get really excited when we see the explosives. 
Because whether we're going through the wall or not, they're always good for a distraction. They're always good to, like, clear through some lines of people. So I, we definitely take the explosives. I also Actually, what am I doing telling you what these things are? You should be spouting lore. Should I, I be? Read. Well, it's too late now. But I should have made you spout lore to be able to recognize the things. I would assume would it would made. be labeled. You think? Yeah, why wouldn't it be labeled? It's a bar. You do not want a drunk stumbling in there and drinking explosives. Because it's unlabeled. That's true. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are the things. Are there any unlabeled things? Because then I would spell... I have spells and magics. Mm. That was a book I had. Nah. But you should keep in mind that healing potions, of which there are a few here, mm-hmm. uh, remove a debility. I definitely start drinking some healing potions. All right. I think you can take one. I, I drink one. Okay. So I remove weak. Yes. I do make them take health potions. I make them take all the health health potions. And I make them take as many explosives as they can carry. Uh, There are four health potions left. Okay. There are... Roll a d6. Six. Whoa, okay. There are four big, uh, like, barrels of uh, explosives. Mm -hmm. Like, gunpowder barrels. uh, And two grenades. Okay. Barrels. Let's switch that. There's four. There's two big gunpowder barrels and four grenades. How do you recognize uh, gunpowder? Like, how do you recognize the? Explosives? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I think it would be Pat. All right. Yeah, I, I like think, that. I think Pat would have the experience with it. I don't think I would. Yeah, Pat recognizes these and kind of uh, points them out. And I go, Yay! Great! That's wonderful. A barrel per wagon. If we're still gonna split them up. A, ba- a barrel per wagon plus splitting the grenades. Right? Yeah. I think that makes sense. And the health potions are also split. I think we need to split everything as evenly as possible in case one of these wagons doesn't make it or is, like, caught somewhere. I like the idea of splitting the the wagons. That's the plan. Split the wagons. Send them where? Maybe instead of going outside the wall, how close could they get to the wall? Like, could they just travel along the wall? Would that be heavily guarded? It probably, since the stairs to Corpstown kind of follow along the whole... Like, Corpstown is sort of a, what, like an archipelago off the city? Mm -hmm. It's like a limb off of the city, and the stairs kind of cross the entire, like, width of it. What if we traveled as a caravan to very close to the steps, stairs. And then one group went outside the wall. How would you get outside the wall? The explosives. Literally blow a hole in the wall. And then blow a hole in the wall to get back in? Yeah. I present this idea to the group. Um, After we find it, like we're wheeling, we're we're like rolling the gun barrels, gunpowder barrels out, being like, look what we found. And then I'm like, well, what about this idea? Blow a hole in it. Blow a literal hole in the wall. Dwart is like, uh, Dwart kind of, kind of like looks at it, looks at the barrels and says, at that point it might just be easier to throw the gun barrels at the, at Messiah's barricade. I mean, that works too. <laughs> I, like, I'm just trying to look for a plan that gets us in there and helping people as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Omin's like, my idea is we just go out, pretend we're a caravan, go out through the gate and come back at the very tip of Corpstown, in the very back of Corpstown, 
where we're least likely to meet any city guard. How long would that take us? Uh, he shrugs and he goes, I don't know, a few hours? And Dwight says it would be faster just to go through the barricade. But can we make it through the barricade? Look at this ragtag team that we've got. Seven of us are city guard members, and you have city guard armor in here. Two of us are elderly, and three of us are gnolls, which means that the city guard are going to be especially vicious against us. For no reason, might I add. She rolls her eyes and points her finger as she says that, (laughs) might I add. I think Dwight kind of like... Actually, no, I want to give this to Marini. I think Marini, like, puts a finger to his chin and is, like, looking at Omen. (gasps) Marini would know how long it takes. You're right. Marini would know. Why did I not think of that? Marini would know how long it takes. Um, Marini, spout lore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think Marini kind of sides with Omen on this. On this kind of, like, coming around the outside. But at this point, he, like, takes a look at Omen I have a question, but I don't want to throw off your train of thought. No, go. Are there Sephira lamps nearby? Uh, yeah. Outside, yeah. not inside. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing that was in the lab, Sephira. Oh. Oh, good. We bring out the Sephira. I have an idea. Okay. And my idea is that if we take Sephira with us, not as a light, but as a protection... I don't think that the gnolls, like if they're wearing it or they've got, or they're very, very close to it, I don't think that they'll go crazy. And air quotes crazy. I don't think they'll go wild or rogue or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they're calling it because I can't remember. I don't have those notes because I don't take notes. I think that if we bring the Saphira with us, then either they won't or it will lessen. They're going crazy. And I think that's like established, isn't it? Or like it's alluded to. Uh, yeah, the, the, the lore says that the reason that they are safe in the cities is especially in Sekoranza is because the, the Saphira keeps Christ- them safe. Okay. Yeah. I think I roll it out and I'm like, I don't necessarily think that we have much of a an argument now against that. I don't think that you guys are in danger with the Saphira crystals if we take them with us. We're only going to be out in the steps for a few hours. I think we do it. Marashiri nods and she says, I think this would keep us safe. I think we could, I think I could, and I think she like, they're like big, like, uh, crates, uh, of just like loose crystals. Yeah. I think she says, I think I could do something with this to weave it into the armor or something. I think I could, I think I could make something out of this. Use these crystals to make something. Man, open up an Etsy store. Yes. Um, Marinu, like, nods and he says, that's not a bad idea. I could get us around the edge of the city in two hours and probably no one would notice us. And what time is it now, GM? 6 a.m.-ish. Ooh, okay. No, probably later. No, probably about 6. Wait. We got back at 4, slept for about 4 hours. It's about 8 a.m. Okay. 8, 9, 9 a.m. Okay. He says, uh, we could be in Corpstown by noon. I think that we go with this plan because they're going to expect us at nightfall. And I think that they're not going to expect us to go outside of the city. And if we're spending so little time outside of the wall and we've got all this Sephira, I think we're going to be okay. I think we should go for it. Let's do a vote. And then I, like, call for a vote. Hmm. Mashiri, Omen, 
Zofia, me, Mourinho. Five people have their hands up. Based on our conversations. Yeah. And also, I get to tell my love interest what they're doing. To go around the outside? To go Is around that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And I think you've convinced some of the I, some of the city guard okay. as well to go around the outside rather than go try to get through, through. the barricade. Mm-hmm. But I'm... And I'm sure the two of them are doing... The two mama men's are doing it as well. But I look directly at Hamnam mama men. And I... I ask her, like, straight out, like, how do you feel about this plan? I feel that my children are making rash decisions based on fear. And I'm afraid that their attempts to help are going to put them in danger. I mean, you are their mother. I can't make this decision for your children, and I can't make this decision for you. I think she gets up and she kind of, like, uh, like digs her claws into, like, uh, like uh, Marsheri's fur. Um, and she says, well, the truth is that I can't make their decisions for them either. As for me, I will not be going. I, oh, I was just about to say that. Um, well, well. Actually, no, uh, screw that. Um, she says, um, if my children are willing to try to risk their lives for the sake of their city, then who would I be if I didn't as well? Did she say, screw that? Because I love that. She did not say screw that. I love that. Okay. Well, okay. So then I look to Flora Flora and Gilberto and I say, listen, you guys do not have to come with us. This place is very secure. You can stay here. There's plenty of places to hide and you can sleep and you can rest. And when we get Corpse Town, there, I keep wanting to say ammunitions. I don't think that's right. Their supplies. Their supplies. Once we get Corpse Town, their supplies, and we find Evaristo, we can bring him back here to you. You guys do not have to come with us. Uh, Gilberto kind of, like, huffs and, like, looks away. And, uh... But Flora says, um... Bless you, Sal. Please bring our son back to us. Absolutely. As soon as I can. And then I look to Gilberto and I say, You need to keep Flora safe. Please pick your weapon. Looked at oh Gilberto. Yeah, because he's staying. Yeah, I think he grabs a crossbow. He like hefts up a crossbow yeah. and sets it in his lap. Cause he was huffing. I feel like this will make him feel better. Okay. He has a weapon. All right. It makes him feel better. Plus, also, I do not want them like they're vulnerable. I'm not leaving any of the guard with them. Mm-hmm. So he needs a weapon. And I go well. If we're all agreed on the plan, then we need to start loading up these wagons and we need to get going. I think Marshiri says uh. Marshiri says, just give me some time to work with these crystals. And uh, she, like, starts grabbing up some of, like, the uh, the clothes and armor. And I think uh, Mourinho comes over and goes, I can help. I know how to sew. And oh, Zofia comes this. and helps as well. Oh, I love this. And uh, they start, like, trying to basically make some make clothing with the, uh, the Safira... Like, using um, the Saphira, like, buttons? Yeah, basically just kind of, like, trying to put it in pockets around the clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to take a little bit. Well, it's going to take us a little bit to load up the wagons and literally get everything else into the wagons mm-hmm. as well. So I think that while they're doing that, that's what we're doing. I mean, we've got two big barrels of gunpowder and lots and lots of bows and arrows and swords and spears and stuff. Yeah, 
So I think you, you and the others, people who aren't working on this stuff, go out and are retrieving the wagons. Yes. Uh, get the wagons, bring them to the front of Segunda Station, and start loading it up. Yep. I think that's probably it. There is one thing I want to do before hmm. I go. Is there like a little messenger boy or little ruffian somebody or other that I can find? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can find somebody. All right, I find a small child. Okay. Like a ruffian small child. All right. And I pay him a coin, and I say, tell Tiago it's tonight. Go. <laughs> and I send the child on. Okay. If, what makes you think this child is going to have connections to... Wait. He's a ruffian at Segunda Station, and Tiago owns this place. He absolutely knows who Tiago is. You have a different connection to Tiago. There is the those bronze eyes are in... <gasps> oh my god, I forgot all about them! Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about them! Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been watching this whole time. Oh he... my god, I forgot all about those creepy eyes! How yeah. did I forget about those creepy eyes? I yeah, forgot all about there's, them. There's the, those bronze eyes are in like yes. the corners of the rooms. Retcon the ruffian, though that is a cute little scene in my head. It's a cute little scene. Retcon that. I mean, you could still give it to the child, but Tiago is like, you basically have a camera to Tiago. Do we know if those cameras have audio? Did we establish that? I think they're just eyeballs, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Because they didn't know Esteban's name. I would know how to write because I'm a noble woman. I don't know if he would know how to write, but it doesn't matter. I find something to scribble out. It's tonight. Okay. Right? And then I just kind of hold that sign up to one of the eyes. I really like the idea. Yeah. I like this idea of you like yeah. walking up and holding up a sign in front of like the security camera. Yeah. And somewhere far away, Dak relays this to Tiago. Okay. All right. You guys are loading stuff up and getting stuff ready. Yeah. And then I think we'll start you moving out next episode. Okay. I'm trying to think if anything goes wrong while you guys are doing this. I don't think so. I think sometimes you just play 45 minutes and nothing bad happens sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Well, do we start next session with them having finished the clothes and stuff? Yeah. Like, we start next session with the wagons rolling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is what we'll start next session. I'm very okay with that. Because if I have to role play being like, oh, these are great cloaks, I I might be angry. No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think there's like a bunch of city guard in Segunda Station. Like, I think, yeah, I think you're just getting ready to go. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll end there. Yay. Uh, we want to thank uh, Zach B., our editor, without whom the show would not get made. We also want to thank In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Numa's Place off of the album Healing. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it really means a lot to us and helps other people to find us. It's really kind of important. Uh, so if you get a chance, please hop on uh, whatever you use to listen to us and make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Uh, you can also recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. You can also follow us on Twitter and at Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Uh, if you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. And I think that's it. Did I forget anything? No, that was it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you went You went a little off script. What? How? 
You co- you combined the Twitter and the Facebook, which is what I did. Oh, I did. So thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope to see you back next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day. Before I tell you to have a very, very nice day. Oh, I'm sorry. I do hope you have a very, very nice day. I'm so excited to rip people's taints apart. Why and that's is what's that going to happen. Now? That because it's funnier now. I get to say taint a lot now. But like I'm so excited for that to happen. I'm just gonna be ripping Achilles tendons and stabbing people in the necks and in the stomach, which is my favorite place to stab them. I'm so excited. I hope you all have just like a very, very nice day. Hope it's full of sunshine and favorite things. Like stabbing people in the stomach. Especially stabbing people in the stomach. Okay.